Welcome everybody to the MyLink Deep Dive. I am Michael DeLulio, and I'm excited to be coming to you here talking in early parts of October. Um, there's a lot that happens in the fall months at Paychex. You know, there's selling season starting up. We're, we're getting close to year end. Cybersecurity awareness, we talk a lot about in October. Uh, the fall product launch is coming. But the first week of October is Customer Service Week, and it's CX Day. And both are really energizing for all the things I just mentioned that are coming up ahead. So I think what I end up thinking and talking a lot about for these campaigns is really the relationship between customer service and CX and really all that CX encompasses. And we're going to get into that uh, today. But I think as we think about the, the kind of distinct nature of each of those things, customer service and CX, there's a good reason to have separate conversations about them. So we're going to be splitting this episode really into two segments. The first, we're going to talk about CX. And then second, we're going to speak with some of our service stars for 2022 and kind of learn what, what's made them successful in their careers. So, you know, starting with CX, I think makes a lot of sense. And for that reason, I'm excited to be talking today with Meg Posha, who's a customer experience manager here at Paychex. And Gail Kapitsky is a business program manager within our service organization. Welcome, Gail. Welcome, Meg. How are you guys? Hey, Michael. We're great. Yep, Michael, good to see you this morning and hear you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so you know, let's start with some 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 personal stuff here quick first. Gail, so you're you're located in Wisconsin, is that right? I am. I, I visited the state of Wisconsin for the first time just last week. I was traveling uh, for a bachelor party for a wedding I'm going to be part of soon. I, I'm going to tell you, I had fried cheese curds. They were delicious. Uh, I really enjoyed myself. It's a great state, and especially in the fall. So I'm glad you got here just when we were starting to see the leaves turn. Yeah, yeah. We saw a Brewers game uh, Saturday night. It was it was a lot of fun. They won. They beat the Yankees, which I, I'm always happy to see. We always like that, too. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> are you are you a Yankee fan, Meg? Well, yeah, come on. <laughs> I didn't know that about you. Okay. <laughs> so let's. Um, so some of you, I know, Meg, we've definitely spoken with you on the podcast. Gail, you might have been involved in this too from a service side. But I always like to give li listeners a chance to kind of hear the background of the folks we have on the show. So you know, Meg, I don't know if we've ever had this much paychecks tenure, honestly, on a recording before. But you know, <laughs> just why don't you both just take a turn? How long have you been with the company? you know, a little overview of kind of your careers and, and what you do today specifically. So I'll kick us off, Gail. And I'm proud to say Gail and I have, uh, what, at least three decades of working together. Um, and we've, we've both had various roles in our careers. Um, I, I think I've touched, you know, uh, sales, service, IT. Um, my current role as customer experience manager is is the perfect spot because as we're going to talk today, CX encompasses every role, every employee in the company. Um, and I think, you know, Gail and I can both agree we that the partnership value that has been with Paychex since the day I started 41 years ago um, is what is so special about this company. And um, we continue to partner today. So it's a pretty exciting ride. Yep. And I'll follow up with that. Um Michael, I actually have been with the company shorter than Meg, 35 years though. So when you add us both together, she's right. We've got a lot of tenure going on. And I started in um, the branch way back when we had branches. So it was all about then customer service and you know making sure you were keeping your clients happy, making sure that your staff was happy. 
And as I've progressed through my career, it's been the same type of thing. Stick with that mantra. You're pretty much going to be a successful company. Um, right now, I've had the luxury of working with Meg and the corporate CX team over the last three years. And then this past year really took on the role of the program manager within the service organization for customer experience. So it's been a lot of fun uh, partnering with that team and then also working with the service teams. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm excited to kind of get into how you guys work together. But maybe first, we've talked about CX on the podcast and in other communication channels, you know, for several years, especially during this week for this campaign. But for new employees, for people who haven't really, you know, dipped in and and gotten into the CX field too much, Meg, maybe just a quick kind of history of when we brought CX to paychecks and. You know, how it's really grown you know, over the last couple of years. Right. So um, as Gail said, though, even in the early days, we always cared about how the customer's experience was. Um, I just it just wasn't formal. It wasn't written down. But now we are actually, you know, a formal CX organization trying to implement the disciplines, um, you know, that make this make it happen. Right. So when we talk about CX or customer experience, the, the focus that my team has um, under Dan Ernstberger's leadership is, you know, we're looking at the end-to-end journey of the customer, even before they become a customer. To be honest with you, it, it includes prospects. Um, and, and we call ourselves the customer experience team for a reason, not the client experience team, because it encompasses prospects, cl- actual clients our own employees, our CPAs, like internal, external, there's, it's, it's called customer for, for a reason because it goes so much beyond, um, just the client experience. But the focus is really the end to end experience and trying to get more and more people to get us out of thinking of, I worry about payroll. I worry about benefits. Um, you know, to the customer, we're, we're one unit, right? We, we sell them one solution. And so. It's that whole trying to get everybody's mindset about an end-to-end journey and to the customer, it's, it's, it's one. <laughs> and, you know, Gail, maybe I could invite you to elaborate on that a tiny bit. Specifically, you know, it sounds like a little difference, but the word customer versus just a client, I think the way I have it in my head is, you know, we often say client service and that's, you know, someone who's already working with paychecks, they've got an account with us. Customer can mean a lot of things. Uh, am I thinking about that right? You are actually, Michael. Um, and Meg would talk about the, you know, the customer experience, and we talk about that from an internal perspective as well as an external perspective. Because as an internal perspective, one of the things that's very important is to realize that while you may not have a direct connection with a customer at that point, you are supporting somebody who does have that connection. So that customer experience applies to everything that you're doing just as much as it does to the person that has that direct line with the customers that we're working with. So it's important to really be thinking all the time about what am I doing that's impacting the customer experience and how can I make that easier, better for everybody um, that's working with customers at Paychex. Sometimes, Gail, don't you think it's almost even harder for the people who aren't client facing because... It, you don't have that constant reminder of like the decision I'm making today or the plans I'm making for the future. What is the impact to that actual, you know, conversation or transaction or technology that the client is going to be using 
um, I, I would imagine it can sometimes even be harder. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I think that is the perfect opportunity to talk about. I know as we were planning this conversation, you guys shared with me a number of great resources. And one of them um, talks about seeing CX or customer experience as, you know, quote unquote, you know, beyond just the client experience. And it has these four sections on it where, you know, it does talk about client experience as one of the four, but, you know, it gets into even employee experience. And uh, the way I'd, I'd like to invite you to talk about that is, you know, me personally, I'm in our employee communications team, right? My customers, quote unquote, are our employees. Others listening that are in the same boat, they're, you know, they're not client facing, they're producing things to empower our employees to be successful, as an example, or maybe they're in IT, they're providing tools for all of us to do our jobs better. How does someone who, uh, whose customers are employee, and they're, they're increasing our employee experience, how does that translate to our customers? Well, I think, you know, one of the interesting um, kind of experiences I had is um, I started in the role as customer experience manager just a short time before Dan Ernstberger joined from outside the company with a lot of experience in the discipline. And so I was just doing a lot of research and every article I was reading was all about the root of the experience is the employee and the employee's engagement. So that stood out to me, even when I was really just learning and, and kind of getting um, kind of into the discipline of CX. And one of the quotes that that we really love about, um, if you think about the employee, no matter what your role is, is that if your employee does not feel valued, neither will your customer. And it just it just solidified like our employees, no matter what your role is is at the root of everything to do with how our customer experience is going to be. So I, I got to say, I learned kind of just by researching that it just kept coming up as the root of it all. Yeah, and Michael, I'm going to go back to um, a comment I made, or I should say comment Meg made about, you know, back in the day when we first started, it wasn't really that you thought about it as the customer experience, but the whole belief was if you keep the employees happy, they make the clients happy, and then everybody is going to win. So that's what it really boils down to is, you know, if you add CX plus EX, you know, we can make that the greatest paychecks ever. And I think, Michael, what you were alluding to earlier when you talked about, um, you know, the client experience is a piece, the employee experience obviously is a huge piece. The other two pieces that um, we, we talk about that are part of that is the product experience, right? Like the usability and good design are no longer enough, right? Customers' expectations just keep getting higher and higher, and we've just got to keep listening to our customers and, and, and providing what they're looking for. And then the fourth piece is the brand experience, right? Like the, the, all of these things unfolding tell the story of paychecks. And it's so important when you think about the brand and all of us being part of the customer experience, because if any one piece is off in the journey, the customer's trust in our brand is in jeopardy, right? So we've all got to be nailing it <laughs> to keep the customer's trust where we, where we want it to be. And yeah, and, and when we think about the, the brand experience, that's one of the four spokes on this wheel that you just mentioned. Um, you know, that one, I think, can maybe seem the most nebulous. Uh, what what are some of the experiences that would contribute to that? I mean, we're talking about things like even just word of mouth, your reputation, right? Right. I think everything, right? Like we define 
CX as the customer's perception of their interactions with paychecks. If you think about the possible interactions the customer could have with our brand, it's everywhere, right? So that's why it's just so important to be top of mind for everybody because like Gail, like you were saying, it really doesn't matter what your role is, what you are doing and deciding to do and the way you are treating your work and each other impacts the brand in the end. So Yeah, Meg, and I would, you know, again, jump on something that you brought up earlier. This goes all the way back to prospects. So you've got to think about the minute somebody comes to our website, how are they engaging with our website? Is it giving them what they're looking for? Or do they close it out and walk away? That's what we want to make sure that are we understanding all the way back there from that simple little access to the paychecks.com site, you know, understanding, do we have that information that we're looking for? you know, to be able to say it was a good experience for them. Right, right. And and think of every, you know, our sales reps are everywhere, right? We're, we're at conferences, we're at, a, you know, a, a happy customer is talking to their neighbor on the weekend. Like, it's really everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and um, as I'm listening and thinking about uh, the, the brand conversation and the product piece, right, the UX piece that you were just describing, um, it makes me curious about, you know, the partnerships you must have then, you know, with our marketing team, for example, who, um, you know, do a lot of great work making sure our website, you know, is easy to navigate and gets people where they need to go in an efficient way. Um, and even things like introducing a Spanish language version of our of our website, right? That, mm-hmm. I mean, th- that might be the biggest factor in the experience for somebody who is a Hispanic business owner. And as we say this, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month here at Paychex. Um, uh, can you talk about that, you know, the partnership, whether it is with marketing or or other business units that um, are really important to the work that you do? Absolutely. So um, I, I would say, you know, we, we have a very tight partnership with with Gail's team in the in the CX space, in addition to the Gail's work as moving the customer experience in the service organization forward. You know, we also have our VOC team there. And that's where a lot of the listening happens, right? But back to your question, Michael, about like all the organizations. I mean, it's it's sales and marketing, it's PD and IT, it's the service org, it's it's HR from our employee standpoint, it's strategy, it's finance, it's you know what I mean? It's it's really I, I think you'll remember this la- I think it was last year where the CX theme was um, CX is a team sport. And that really resonated with me because it is everywhere. There, there really isn't any org um, within paychecks that doesn't have an impact, whether it's direct or indirect. Right. And what's great for us is with Meg and her team having had the exposure and doing a lot of that voice of the customer, whether it was through interviews, whether it was looking and analyzing um, surveys, it helped us to be able to know as we're working with the service teams, where do we have our priorities? What are the important things for our customer experience? So what are we hearing from our clients that are telling us this is something that's important to me? And that was something that helped us identify what we've referred to as our customer experience, positive customer experience indicators. And I think you're aware too, Michael, Dan and I tried to do a lot of like roadshows, right? To all of the different organizations, just kind of explaining like, what is CX and how is it different than EX and UX and, you know, all of the different um, acronyms and everything. But we've been trying to do more and more of that education of how 
we are all in this together and every, you know, it's, it's every touch point that has to be nailed. So um, it, it, it really is an ongoing kind of educational partnership in keeping people engaged, trying to get um, uh, a voice in like new hire training and, and getting them on board with CX. So really it, it's kind of like we, we have hands a little bit of everywhere. <laughs> Yeah. So, in in and you mentioned kind of um, the listening that we do, right? The different ways that we're we have our ear out there for to hear what customers are thinking and feeling and saying about you know their experience with paychecks. I'll, I'll challenge you here as we listen to customers now. What are some of the things that rise to the top? As man, these are the two or three things we're hearing the most that. If we can get this message out to all of our employees, we could we could make like leaps and bounds um, in just thinking about these couple things as we approach our individual jobs every day. Are are there a couple messages that you would want to make sure, like if they take anything away, let's try to have everyone think about this. I'll jump on that one because that talks a little bit about our customer experience service evolution that we're working with the service teams on. And what we're starting with is the positive customer experience indicators. So what's interesting is, is we've created a circle and what's at the top of that circle? What's the North star, the customer experience. So what we're making sure right out of the gate to get across to them is these are the things that matter. So those things look like responsiveness. Are we calling them back on time? Are we following up with them to let them know where we're at? Because we might not have the answer immediately, but if we're following up and keeping them educated, they're happy, they're okay. They just wanna understand where we're at. Accuracy is a huge one, and that's just an obvious one, but it is something that we like to call out and make sure everybody understands. Follow up, you know, with the customer. If you're a payroll person, make sure you're getting control totals, things like that, where you can assure that you're doing something to make sure that they're going to get an accurate product from us. Um, Reduce customer effort. So when you're using the Flex product, you know, making sure that you're helping the customer understand those basic things when they're first accessing Flex that'll help them be successful on their own. And then value is one of them. We like we like to talk about the fact that it's not price, it's value. Because if the customer is getting the value, the price is less important to them. So even though surveys might say price, it's usually the value. They'll talk about, I pay this, but I'm trying to get this type of service. That boils down to they want to see the value so that they don't mind making that payment to us. Um, And then the final one is one that we're really building a lot towards right now, which is channel options. You know, how can they get engaged with us? Is that through chat? Is it through voice? You know, is it through email? Is it using the Flex application? So that's the big next step of where we go. What do we start hearing from the customers about all the things they want and how do we make sure we can start delivering on it? I was just going to say, those are such great insights to hear. And it sounds like they're all super backed by data and real customer <laughs> insights yeah. as well. Um, I can't wait to, to talk with our service stars and, and hear kind of straight from them how, how they're implementing and living some of that. Um, Meg, I, I want to give you the same opportunity. What are maybe a cop, top couple things for you? I think, Gail, the first one you started with to me, uh, uh, you know, a responsive, knowledgeable person right off the bat is, I think, something that Paychex is just known for, right? We, we have a history of it and people just expect it. So, um, you know, responsive and knowledgeable is huge. And, you know, I, I can't help but think of a, in a client interview we had, it was a woman who was using Flax and she considered herself pretty um, 
technology, you know, uh, comfortable. And she was like, Hey, I am great and I'm independent most of the time, but when I need you, I need you. And I need you now because I'm, I got to submit my payroll, you know? So, um, even for the folks that are, you know, on their own most of the time, uh, they're good. But when, when they're maybe looking at a deadline and they need us, <laughs> they need us. So, um, but I, I think Gail nailed it with the, with the picture of, you know, accounting for all of those, uh, I, those items. Yeah. And I'm listening to you describe that kind of almost like a sliding scale of what customers might need. And, and I think about John Gibson saying, you know, we're going to be there, you know, when and where and how people need us. And for some customers that might be infrequent, it might be in a different place, but for others, it's, it's like you said, it's, it's a point in time thing. And when it's important, it's important. So yeah. that reliability yeah. is definitely key. Um, yeah. I think they're also looking for us for, you know, our technology to bring them efficiency, right? Like, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to, you know, find employees, show off their technology, keep them engaged, keep them, you know, educated, happy for the long run. So, you know, the technology piece is, is big as well. You know, they're, they're looking to use our technology to attract and retain their people too. Yeah, and I think both of you are hitting it on the, you know, when you're talking about the fact that it can be a, a sliding scale, you know, something is going to be more important on a given day based on what that customer is working with. And we need to be able to adjust very quickly. And that's one of the things we're talking about in this evolution is that it, it is an evolution. So right now, the real focus may be on the things I've mentioned. But guess what? By next year, something may pay, take a priority over some of those things. So we're constantly going to be going back to that BOC, you know, listening to the voice of the customer to try and make sure we're always staying on top of what are the most important things that they need for their experience. Yeah. And, and we've got customers all over the places you can, you know, at all different spots of their businesses as well. So you throw all those variables together and, uh, you know, it's, it's a big range of what we need to <laughs> be ready for. Yeah. Yeah. I was just hearing you say, Gail, I mean, what's important today is might not be my goal might be different next year. And, and realistically, I think what's important in this conversation about CX is just remembering that whether it's your coworker or a customer, like we're all just human, right? Like life's happening and what happens, you know, an hour from now or five minutes ago is going to influence the way someone's showing up when you speak with them. And it's just, it's cliche, but it's just that golden rule, right? It's just remembering whatever kind of day I'm having, who knows what that other person is going through and that patience and that service kind of mindset is, uh, is critical no matter what we do. Yeah. Whether you're talking internal, external, whatever. Yeah. You nailed it. Anything else um, before we wrap up that you guys wanted to hit on as we're as we're celebrating? We're talking CX. We're in customer service week. Anything else you wanted to hit on? You know, I just for a couple minutes, I or I won't take a couple minutes. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but I did go pull a couple survey comments that I thought were really, really great. And I just think it's a great way for us to wrap up talking about, you know, customer service week and the experience we're providing to our customers. And they're just short ones. So I'm just going to read them to you. The one woman said, is there a rating higher than 10? Benjamin Yay. is fantastic of, of, as a representative of paychecks. And I thought that is just amazing, you know, when you get that. And then I had another one that said, Claire is outstanding. She's professional. She's pleasant. She's knowledgeable. I would take her for my company if I could. So it was great to really hear, you know, and know that we're doing customer experience every single day. And sometimes we struggle. 
you know, like you're saying, sometimes we're having bad days. Sometimes our customers need more than maybe we're able to give them. But overall, our customers are telling us some really favorable and positive things. And that is a wonderful thing to hear and to share with everybody. Yeah, I love hearing it. I think it's it's all too easy to to kind of focus and harp on sometimes the constructive and 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 we should, right? We should, you mm-hmm. know, aspire to learn and get better. But getting getting motivated and and inspired by that positive feedback feels pretty darn good too. So Yeah. And actually, Gail, I, I'm glad I love that you brought those because we've often encouraged people like start a team meeting with a good and a bad or maybe all good, you know, whatever. We we have so much feedback from our customers. Um, and it's so easy to get that, you know, people can use that to start team meetings to, you know, energize their employees and just remind them, like, these are awesome comments. These these customers are happy. It's, yeah. That's great. Exactly. Megan, one of the things I'll share right away is we'll be starting a customer experience recognition program. So that's one of the things we're working towards is getting those survey comments out there. So on actually on customer experience day on October the 4th. We're going to introduce in Spotlight what those survey comments are, and it'll be shared via um, the e-cards and their specific e-cards that were made for customer experience and to reinforce service standards. So I think it's going to be a wonderful way for people to start seeing and hearing all those positive comments that are coming from our customers and reinforcing, you know, what are the things that they're looking for from us. So the things I mentioned earlier but then we're going to start hearing additional ones too. And I think that's, what's going to be great about this. Yeah. I love hearing it. And, and I think, uh, I think I could talk, I could talk about this with you guys all day. If, em- <laughs> if employees want, if employees are still hungry for more of this conversation or to learn more about what we're doing, is there a place you would direct them on, on the internet, on SharePoint site somewhere to learn more about our, our CX strategy and what we've got going on? Michael, you are teeing this up perfectly for me. Um, so after customer service week, we're actually going to do the following week, the week of October 10th, we're going to do a customer experience education for the service teams. Short, less than two minute videos, little quizzes that'll go along with it. And it really is that very basic information of learning about customer experience, understanding the difference between customer service and customer experiences, um, working with the fact that what are those positive indicators, who owns CX, which I think is a wonderful one. It's a very exciting video that we're working on right now. Um, And part of that will be a scavenger hunt. So in the scavenger hunt, they're going to be given those opportunities to go to some of these sites right now. So we've just released the customer experience um, SharePoint site. So we will give them that link and direct them there. They'll be able to go and use those videos. They'll be able to go and get information on voice of the customer. Um, We're also releasing a CX Yammer page. So that'll be a part of it as well. Um, So lots of things to be coming down the road. But that is some of the areas we've got right now. Meg, I'm not sure what what your team has going on as well. Yeah, I mean, we've got, we we do have a SharePoint site as well, but we also have an email address like pxcx at paychecks.com where folks reach out to us all the time for ideas or looking for ideas for like their team meetings and things like that. So anyone can reach out to Dan Ernstberger, myself, or Celine Losa at any time. Um, share your situation and, and and we'll be there to either provide content, be your speakers, whatever it is that you need. So. All right. Well, I, I want to thank you both. You know, this has been a, an awesome conversation. I can't think of really a better way to, to you know, invite people in to celebrate the day and the week with us. Um, so 
after the break here, uh, I'm very excited. Like I said, we're going to be speaking with some of our service stars for 2022. And these are the folks that really set the standard for, for what we can do from a service standpoint here at Paychex. You know, stay tuned. Excited to have that conversation. Thank you very much, Meg and Gail. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Michael. It's been great. This podcast is property of Paychex Incorporated 2022. All rights reserved.